Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for uh, Drag Race Holland Season 1, Episode 4, titled Dancing Queens. My name is Joe Batanz, and I, so far this season, have not been joined by anyone so far, but today we're changing things up. I finally snatched me a Dutch person, not only a Dutch person, but a Dutch gay person, not only a Dutch gay person, but a Dutch drag queen. She's going to explain it all right here on Drag Race Holland Recap. If I can figure out right now, now I'm going to tell you, first of all, I'm only going to say your first name because I can barely say your first name, Hilke. <laughs> yeah. So Hilke's here. How do yeah. you even say Hi. your last name? Um, Friesendorf in, in a fully Dutch accent would be Friesendorf in a like more English accent would be Friesendorf or in an American accent maybe Friesendorf oh that's right you know if everyone should know this you see so okay I want to give my history with when you when you emailed me so Hilka emailed me earlier in the week yeah and when she emailed me I was so I literally did like the face palm to the forehead like why did I not fucking think of Hilka? Because I've known of Hilka for many years. You've been a fan of catching up for many years. Yes. And we've, we've, we've communicated. How did I not think about this? I don't know. So it was like, duh, of course Hilka can do this. And, uh, and then you and I had a conversation. So, so you were already familiar with everything. Joe Batant, Afterthought Media, Drag Race Recap, Catching Up, all that jazz. I have listened to all episodes of Catching Up, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started a number one. Yeah, like I went all the way back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And so one of the things, and I follow Hilka on social media because I remember him because he's a linguist, right? Mm -hmm. And how many people have people done that dumb joke? Well, he's a cunning linguist. How many people, how many people, how many times have people done that? You, you are the first one. No. <laughs> well, I'm surrounded by other linguists, so I think everyone is tired of the joke. Yeah, maybe that's um, what it is. Yeah. And um, so he's a cunning linguist from uh, <laughs> from I got him. I'm already hating myself so much for making that joke. And uh, so he's out, out there. But um, I so I knew, he always does these, like little quizzes that are so interesting on social media. And they're always desperate. I never know what they're for. It'll be like, oh, I need people to say the word tent. And I'm like, OK, so I'll just say the word tent. And then he goes, like, oh, thank you. That that saved my life. And I'm like, what was happening? <laughs> that he needed to know how to word to say the word, how different people around the. What were some of the different experiments you did? I did an experiment recently, which was um, an accent recognition experiment. So mm -hmm. I had recorded people, American speakers, Northern British speakers, and Southern British speakers. Mm -hmm. And I asked people to do an experiment to recognize those accents mm -hmm. um, to figure out whether they were better at doing that in very frequent words compared mm -hmm. to not very frequent words yeah. to figure out like what sort of information we use to recognize oh, accents. That's what my research is about. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Now, uh, everyone might notice that your accent's a little different too. We were talking about this yesterday is that you are from, where would you say you're from? Cause I know like, for instance, a German person would say he's from Deutschland, right? Yes. But I, we would say Germany. And then in, in Mexico, they say, you know, Alemania, there's 500 different names for Germany. But yeah. where, where would you say you're from? So uh, I would say I'm from the Netherlands. Okay. Um, some people say Holland. Holland is technically just two provinces. Oh, I didn't know um, this. Where are you learning yeah, stuff? Yeah. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's the the provinces that have Amsterdam, Rotterdam, and The Hague as, as like big cities, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is why people confuse it with um, with the entire country. But I think most people are fine with the word Holland for Netherlands as well. Oh, um, okay. So when yeah, you're talking about so, Netherlands, but for the past Sorry. four or five years, you've lived in where? For the past four years, I've lived in Sheffield in the UK. I I got a research project there, so I've now moved there and um, ended up sort of picking up the accent. I don't yeah. know what happened. I suddenly so, suddenly sound like a bag of chips. Um, well, yeah, but it's, it's, people might hear like Dean Barney UK. Uh, it, it, you know, might say like, well, he has kind of a British accent too. Do you, do yeah. your friends back at home or your family back at home kind of like, like, oh, uh, here comes Hilka with his, his, uh, British accents. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I also know that it like, it comes across as so bizarre and like so pretentious. Uh-huh. Imagine an American person who like moved to Britain and came yeah. back. I was like, ooh, could you pass me the pepper? Well, yeah, um, there's a really good episode of Friends where Jennifer Coolidge is on. And she plays Phoebe's friend who was who went to England for six months, and then only uses she talks in a British accent and only uses like British phrases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's how people feel about me back home. Oh, interesting, interesting. Or what? What about the? Do the linguists find it interesting? I don't have a lot of friends anymore who are linguists in the Netherlands because my research project is in in Sheffield. So my most of my mm-hmm. linguists linguistic friends are uh, are English. What's the yeah. most interesting accent or, or or language to linguists? Ooh, I don't know if one exists. Oh, oh um, I'm a big fan of. Do you know the Geordie accent? No. So it's from Newcastle. In I sound a little bit Geordie right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't know why, but it's from Newcastle in the northeast of the UK, mm-hmm. and they have. Um, have you listened to um, the? A rival podcast by some drag race queens who also have a podcast. Are you talking about um, you... Uh, Race Chaser? Yeah, yeah. Have you listened to any episodes? Okay, it's not because I'm bitter. It's because yeah. the last thing I want to listen to is a fucking drag race <laughs> podcast when I'm not doing drag race. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, I can totally imagine. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Well, never mind then. They, they, they use a sound clip where there's someone going, "Oh, that's so upsetting." Mm-hmm. Um. And that's sort of the accent that I like the most. They have a weird thing where, so in American, if you say mm-hmm. water, you have mm-hmm. like sort of a D bet- instead of a T sound, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Between the vowels, water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you would say water, right? I say water, yeah. Yeah, water. Oh, water even. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so most British accents would have water or water, but Geordie has water. Oh, it's yeah. yeah, which I think yeah. is just super fun. Um, so that's one of my, my favorite things. I remember when I was in college at a British girl, uh, here in the, in the U S for, uh, school and she hated the way we said, you know, Clinton was the president at the time. Now, I mean, I'm now I'm super conscious of it, but she hated yeah. the way we said his name. She's like, you guys swallow it. So we, so cause in here we say Clinton. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's Clinton. Like she would actually say that. Mm-t. That's wild. Cause actually this is one of the few moments where British and American are the same mm-hmm. because we would say Clint, Clinton as well. She Without was from York. Does that matter anything? From York? Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe she was really posh. That could be it. Oh, maybe. She's like, it's I'm Clinton. Sure. Anyway. What I don't get is... I have some pretty pro- posh British friends here. They're expats. Yeah. 
But I've said, and I've talked about this, is I've said, why wouldn't someone, let's say if they're sort of like in the middle, you know, Mm -hmm. just take on a more posh accent and people just think they're posh. And they said, oh, Oh. oh, if you did that, that'd be really bad. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't want Yeah, no, 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 no. Posh is not a positive word in Britain. Like people don't want to be posh. It's not. Oh, but why wouldn't you want to sound like Prince Harry? Ooh. Um, because I think actually, generally speaking, yeah, people, middle-class people are like the way that Joe Biden talks about repairing the middle-class to me Mm -hmm. sounds like crazy because middle-class is not a positive thing in Britain or it's not seen as like something you would brag about. It would Mm -hmm. be seen as super out of touch or like really disingenuine if you were like bragging about that it's like oh bragging about having more money than someone else which i guess oh, is also okay in America, i think the middle like, cl- i think the middle class means something very different here so the middle yeah. class in the u.s means more like the working class yeah so the people yeah. who work in like um you know the mechanic or the plumber that's yeah what they say when they say middle class so uh yeah um, look, I could talk about this for hours and then everyone be like, I thought this was Drag Race Holland. And we're trying to cover <laughs> four episodes essentially in, in one today. Mm-hmm. But let's actually get, let's bust through this first. Let's bust through the most yes. recent one and then we can go back. If that makes sense. Yes. Perfect. That sounds good. So, uh, and, and, and I'm actually going to kind, I have an outline in front of me, but I'm actually going to yes. k- kind of rely on you because you speak the language. You've seen it twice and whatnot. And yeah. I feel, especially in this first moment, you can explain a lot of cultural things that are going on here. But when the show opens up, we for some reason, I don't know why they're not showing the beginning, nor do they show the end, but we're seeing the middle of a fight between yeah. uh, Miss Abby OMG and Sedergine. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, and maybe you can tell, because even the subtitles don't really explain what happened very well. It seems from what I remember that when Miss Abby OMG was going back to the back of the stage, she made some sort of motion, like get out of my fucking way with her hand. And Sedergine yeah. was very offended by this. And, but I don't, did, did, did he call her out on it? Like what, what actually happened after that? I don't know. I, I don't think they actually showed it. I think yeah. I'm it's very, still like unsure about like what actually happened, what Sedergine must have said to yeah. Abby. Oh my God. Yeah. I, so, I don't, it wasn't, wasn't very clear. Okay. So then she's mad and then they have a big fight and then I'm going to jump ahead that we can come back to this. But then later yeah. on, they show them a few minutes later walking into the workroom and they're like, Oh no, we made up, but we never see them make up. The only thing we see before the title screen is that they, they fucking hate each other. And Sedergine's walking to a car. I don't know why. And, um, and then they made up. There's a lot of things that go unexplained in this episode, by the way, like right before the break, Sedergine is like dying. And then she just walks the runway. Anyway, <laughs> then they never explain yeah. what happened or anything. Um, but okay. So based on what you saw, what can you tell us what happened and what, what do we know here? And I remember having an interesting conversation with you just with sort of like the way Dutch people are with other Dutch people. I wonder what happened if what happened is that actually this was not that big of a fight or at least that Dutch people wouldn't be um, as easily like angry forever, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um. So, um, I think they just had a fight and then that was it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I think yeah. it's a lot less dramatic. You can just be a bit more... I think one of the main values that Dutch people have is sort of being down to earth and honest. 
so not in a like aggressive way honest but like you could just have criticism of each other and it's like a bit more fine so there's a, a point in the episode later on where Envy Peru says to Madame Madness like oh yeah I think we all thought you were the worst last week yeah and then and then Madame Madness is like yeah okay right mm-hmm. I feel like in a, in in an American setting that might have been really shady yeah People were like, I, mean, I think people would have even just laughed because it would be too shady to just say to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think here we're just like, oh yeah, we're just checking in with each other. <laughs> so just quite honest, like, oh yeah, I just think, I just thought you were the worst. And uh, people would be like, okay. You know what? Here's a question for you. Again, this, this conversation is probably going to go in a million different directions. You know, a, a lot of our conversation yesterday was uh, very American centric. And what I mean is it was asking you to explain to me the cultural differences in, in in Holland from what we're seeing in the episode. But are there things that you see on American drag race that you're like, huh, that's, that's something that would never happen here. Or we, I don't understand that culturally. Uh, I'm not sure because we get so much American entertainment that at this point, I feel like I kind of know what Americans are like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to shock me. Yeah. I think when Courtney act was portrayed to be a really mean bitch in America, mm-hmm. um, I was like, what? I was really confused by that because she was just like making jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what's it called? Um, yeah, I think as she was just like making jokes, being quite honest about about her own yeah. skills and talent. And then people yeah. were like, whoa, wow. And I think that to me was like, what, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Um, but we are, we see so much American TV. We see so much American films like... Um, at a certain point, I think we do kind of know the culture. I'm not entirely sure. Do you have you been to Probably the US? Seven. Yes, one. Oh, <laughs> when I was like seven, I oh I was on the World Trade Center like 20 days before 9/11. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. My aunt is not American. She moved to America. Um, so we visited her, and she lives in close to Boston. Okay. Um, and I went to New York for five days in August. 2001 yeah you know when my friend carlo from germany visited me about a year ago it was sort of surreal for him because you know los angeles and new york city are so much not so you say you get a lot of american media but then those two cities are so much in american pop culture it was sort of surreal for him to be in the place that he's seen in movies and television like he for instance he watched germany's next top model and they film it in los angeles which i think is funny and um so it was weird for him to see the places that they go to in Germany's next top model. And uh, so was being in New York similar? Like you're like, oh my God, there's this place we, we've always seen in movies. I'm not sure because I was seven. I think yeah. maybe at that point I hadn't actually seen any American films yet. Because, oh, well, interesting. Sesame Street maybe, but yeah. dubbed. Which we all know takes place really in New York City. Okay, so <laughs> now after the elimination – um a lot of I just we just talked about why we don't see them make up. Uh, oh, here's a weird thing because you were saying that 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 Dutch people are very direct. Yeah. Did they because they all started to tell Abby how she nailed that lip sync, and I'm like, did they watch the same lip sync? I don't know what was going on with them. I don't know how they were in any way seeing that i think they might have just all been deluded i don't think they were lying that did not seem fake to me i think they were just all um really impressed with the splits or whatever i'm not sure maybe they were just like wow she's very excited to dance 
Well, there was there's this one thing, and maybe because you you are a drag queen, and you have done mm-hmm. drag, and you've done have you done it in the Netherlands as well? Yeah, a couple of times, not okay. nothing too big, like. but, but mostly in England. But maybe you yeah. can answer this because I, I noticed this in England, I noticed this in, in Drag Race UK, and now in Drag Race Holland, where. I feel Drag Race Holland is better than the girls in UK, but why can't these bitches lip sync? And not only that, like the the like the stunts they're pulling, they're like, oh my god, she did the split. Like if someone did the splits in American <laughs> Drag Race, people would be like, oh, like okay, yeah. like yeah. someone has to chop their own head off to impress anybody in the in the, in the U.S. now. But um, yeah, so what is that? I I don't know. I I wonder if it is. It could be a thing that it's not as much a part of the culture to lip sync, mm-hmm. where I think Dutch drag queens do a lot more like bingos and just entertaining and mm-hmm. chatting to people, mm-hmm. uh, maybe DJing, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I, is, I'm not to sound horrible, yeah, but no, go ahead. I think yeah. maybe the, cal- <laughs> the caliber of queens is maybe a little bit lower than it would be in America. Oh. One, because the country is tiny. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to find... Um, 10 queens in the Netherlands that's yeah. like trying to find, find 10 queens in like Pennsylvania Yeah, uh, which there's undoubtedly good queens in Pennsylvania but probably you wouldn't get like the same amount of quality if you can't mm-hmm. pull from both New York and LA etc. Well don't you think too um, if you're a drag, a drag queen of quality for the most part they're gonna go to the US? What do you mean? Or like fully move? Yeah. Oh I don't know. Okay. Would you get like a green card for that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't have to ever take a green card to come here. <laughs> That's not what I've been playing. <laughs> um, what's the thing? I don't know. I, I I don't think that's necessarily what happens. I think Nikki Tutorial is obviously a really famous yeah. makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, she's world famous now. She's got this weird American accent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still lives in the Netherlands, I think. I think she is able to do most of her stuff still from back home. I think... Mm-hmm. Queens wouldn't really necessarily move, but I'm not sure. Or it could be one of these things where, like, when you you know it's it's cutthroat. I, I guess I'm relating to comedy because what happens in because the U.S. is so big with stand-up comedy and maybe the same thing with drag queens is you get good in your little neighborhood, right? So let's say you live yeah. in in uh, you know uh, Springfield, Missouri, like our friend Brett Baxley does, and you become the the girl in this easy area. But then when you go to L.A. or New York, bitch, you or Chicago, bitch, you better have your shit together, right? Because that's really yep. competitive. But being in that really competitive environment makes you better because you get yep. to see people who are better and you have to and it, it challenge you to be better. So maybe in the Netherlands or somewhere else, it's like it's just a different caliber, you know, like, for instance, yep. U.S. queens don't really sing. We're in the U.K., right? They, they're big singers, correct? I think so. Maybe. I've I've not necessarily seen that much, but uh, oh, that's what you always hear, like oh, well, the you the London girls we all sing. Uh, yeah, I think Charlie Hyde said that, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've not seen a lot of British queens sing. British queens sing, or at least not well. Um, okay, so when we come back the next day, <laughs> wait, Abby said she was asking. Oh, here's a weird thing I want to talk to you about this. So later on, when when we're seeing that Sergine and Abby made up. She's talking to Cedric and she's like, oh, I think you misunderstood me. I was asking for help. And the editors, of course, are super <laughs> shady and show like, bitch, you were not asking for help. Yeah. Right? You were she completely really shooing them away. She's like, oh, I was just like waving my finger, like saying, help me, please. And I'm like, what is going on? Did you have any thoughts on that? 
I don't know. I think I think it must have just been like a sort of like diva esque um, moment of like, oh, just move out of the way. I killed this. I think she is delusional yeah. about her performance. I think she really thought she did really well. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, okay, now we go to the next day, and they bring in a birthday cake for Madam Madness. And the second they brought that out, I was like, I wonder if they only kept her because it was her birthday. <laughs> what? Why would they and, do that? And they wanted to bring out a cake for her. By the way, no, that, that cake looked awful. I didn't want to eat yeah. any part of that cake. The outside was okay, and yes. then they opened it. Like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it looked dry. It looked really dry. Like an awful it dry awful. cake. It looked awful. Thank yeah. you. I was hoping that way you'd go like, you're insulting the national cake of Holland. <laughs> um, okay. So now let's actually jump to the important thing. Let's talk about the mini challenge. And I have a lot of questions. First, are you embarrassed as a Dutch person for how horrible the prize is for this show? Yes. Um, a little bit. I don't know about that. That dress. I don't yes. understand the dress. It, and like, it's worth it, it's valued at eighteen thousand euros to who? <laughs> who valued this? Clay Iverson? And it, and it, and is he a really famous designer? Are we supposed to know who that is? I don't know him. I don't. Oh, know okay. Him. They it, act like you know, like Coco Chanel rose from the dead and and uh, and uh, just made the dress for them personally. So okay, and it's worth you know they're like oh it's worth eighteen thousand euros and I'm like. If I saw that in a shop for 30 quid, I wouldn't buy it. I would have been, give me the 18,000 euros. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, maybe you can. Do give me, give me, give me a tenner and I'll yeah. be more happy than yeah. that dress. <laughs> that awful dress. Anyway. Okay. So then they go, we are bringing in, this is one of, this is where everyone's going to hear the value of Hilka. Yeah. They go, we are going to bring in the legendary Diva Mayday. Yes. And, I would describe yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Now tell us about Diva Mayday because we don't know. Yeah, she is by far the most famous drag queen in the Netherlands. Okay. Um, I was kind of expecting her to host the show before mm-hmm. uh, we found out it was a uh, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if America didn't have RuPaul mm-hmm. and Lady Bunny was probably, Lady Bunny would probably be like the biggest queen mm-hmm. on the scene, right? Mm-hmm. I think she's sort of that. I think the Netherlands don't really have a RuPaul. They have a Lady Bunny, which is Diva Mayday. Okay. So she has that sort of like Lady Bunny sort of personality and, and the way she comes off. Um, but you, were, t- funny, you but, were telling yeah. me something interesting, though, about sort of the drag scene in Holland and how you were wondering how they were going to manage some sort of diplomatic uh, sensitive thing here with different drag queens. Yeah. So um, – there's about like four or five like really big names on the scene in the Netherlands and none of them are actually on the show. So you'd have Diva Mede, who was like sort of the lady bunny. You'd have a lady galore who was Patty Pam Pam's drag mother. Mm-hmm. And the two of them hate each other, like hate each other so much, like massive rivalry. Um, I think it's good that Patty Pam Pam wasn't actually on the show at this point. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure weird. if they would have gotten along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a couple of other people who like sort of like the Coco. Uh, there's um, Didi Janssens, who was really brilliant as well. She's got her own like bar. And there's uh, Dolly Bellafleur, who was like also quite famous, but like none of them are actually on the show. So I'm. This is part of what I was saying earlier about like I wonder if the quality of the show is lower than I was ex- of the queens on the show. Like some of them are really brilliant, and I, I like a, a lot of what they're doing, but. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm wondering if because none of the like top tier candidates, like the the biggest stars on the drag scene, are on there. Because I think I assume they sort of feel too good for it, or like mm-hmm. feel like oh maybe if Diva Mayday was going to be hosting the show, I don't want to be Lady Galore wouldn't be wanting to be like one of the contestants if they feel like equals in a big rivalry, um, or the others as well. Um, so I'm wondering if that is the reason that we have a lot of queens on the show that I don't personally know. And I've not really heard of before. So I don't know. Do you think it could be that some of the bigger queens maybe are playing it smart and that they know with most drag race franchises, you got to burn through the first two or three seasons before it gets really, you want, in other words, you don't want to be BB Zahara Benet. You want to be Sharon Needles or Jinx Monsoon. And so you need to burn through a couple of work, the kinks out, and then you come on. Maybe, maybe I'm not, I'm personally not very confident that this is going to last very long. Like, mm-hmm. if if there are 30 queens in the Netherlands in total, it'll be a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wouldn't be, be get, going any further than um, season three or four. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it... I feel like Drag Race is at its peak right now. Oh, right? Yeah. Well, the American Probably has... I feel like there. the international one is just blowing up. But uh, right now, the yeah. American one is. Um, well, let me ask... Okay, so now I'm going to ask you questions that come up. So there's a roast... Uh, was, were the, cause you watched it yesterday with subtitles. Were the roasts funnier in, in Dutch than they were in, in English subtitle? Yeah, a little bit. I think just because, um, it's hard to convey like the exact like rhythm of the joke, obviously mm-hmm. in subtitles. Um, there was a, one thing that was really bizarre. I don't think the, the translator or the subtitle person likes the girls. There's been a lot of weird translation. <laughs> There's been a lot of really weird translations. Yeah. So there's, there's this read by Sidajin to mm-hmm. uh, Mama Queen. Mm-hmm. I think it's... So what she actually says is, mm-hmm. your roots are so awful, not even pigeons would shit on it. Okay. Bizarre expression. I don't know what... Yeah. Maybe that's something Belgian. I don't know. But like, relatively funny. Yeah. And then it's translated as, your nose is so big, a pigeon yeah. would sit on it. Something like that. <laughs> no one said I, anything about Mama Queen's nose. I, well, I was looking at her nose and I was like, her nose isn't big. Yeah. And I was like, I it was, I, I thought it was a very strange read at all. Well, okay. So then I, I can't remember who it is. It might be Madam Madness actually is reading Janie Jacquet and says something about her being an all together now. What is that? I think that might be a TV show where I think this might have come out after I moved away, but I think mm-hmm. it might be a TV show. I think they have it in the UK as well. Where someone sings and then there's a hundred people in the audience oh, yeah. who okay. also sing it and have to slam a button and start singing along. Uh-huh. I think that's what it's called. So maybe this Janie Decay was on that show. That's why oh, okay. I saw this. I know Davina DeCampo was a judge on there. All right. Then then yeah. later when Janie's doing her reads, she turns to Diva Mayday and calls her Captain Birdseye. Yeah. What, what is that about? And they oh, all laugh. Do you they have think like a brand for fish sticks? Oh yeah, but it wouldn't be Captain Birdseye. It would be like uh, there's like what is it called? There's like yeah, there's different brands like John Paul James or something. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, yeah. something like uh-huh. that. Yeah, I think that was quite witty actually. I quite like. I, oh, I so explain it. Funny. Explain it. So I think what she actually says in Dutch is, oh, I forgot what it's called. What it's called, but like it's like the most famous uh, fish stick brand. Because mm-hmm. um, Mayday makes like a horrible jokes a, a joke about fish sticking it in, and then Janie goes. And you're the you're the captain. I think just calling her a man oh. for like old 
Okay. Probably not like calling her an old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's the joke about fish sticks? I think it's a really horrible, uninteresting pun where I oh. think someone calls someone fish or like oh. not fish, something like that. And then Mayday goes like, oh, more like fish, stick it in. Oh, um, oh okay. You know, okay. Awful so, like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's about to... All right. You see, look, this is getting all explained right here. So the winners were Mama Queen and Setter Jean. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I thought that that read by Mama Queen against Madam Madness of like, I don't have any reads for you because I wasn't expecting you here. Yeah. I thought that was really good. That was yeah. funny. I don't remember what Sarah Jean said, but okay, she's generally funny, so I believe that she was good. Okay, so now we go to the maxi challenge. They're going to have to do a Vogue challenge, and they bring in this person named Abby Vineyard. I have no idea who that is. Is she famous worldwide or something like that, or is she famous in the Netherlands? Um, or uh, yeah, Amber Vineyard is the person who set up a voguing house in the Netherlands, the first one in the Netherlands. Oh. Um, I've seen her perform quite a bit. It's brilliant. Really oh, good really? Performer. But she yeah. doesn't speak Dutch. I think she's originally American. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, but she has accent. Huh? Really, like, weird, like, small, tiny bits of Dutch accent in her American accent. And I'm wondering if it is because she's lived there for so long and spoken uh-huh. English to... Dutch people with Dutch accents that she now sounds a little bit Dutch as well, but apparently she doesn't speak Dutch. Or maybe she, maybe she was, maybe she was more comfortable in her American accent than she was. Like she maybe was like, I'd rather speak in an American accent as I speak. And these girls understand me than sound like an idiot in my horrible Dutch accent. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you, so she's very famous. She, this house of voguing, Um, you know, I have my thoughts here. So madam decides, Oh no, no, we're in the choreography. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, in the choreography, Abby's pretty confident. Confident. Oh, so Abby's like, oh, I've I've got this. I've vogue before, yeah. but then they don't make it look like she's doing very well. Was there something we were missing, or what was your take on this? Yeah, I thought that was really strange. Um, it seems like she has done the vogue before, but her, she's just really off on the on the beat. I'm uh-huh. not sure. She doesn't seem to be doing very well. Yeah, no, 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 no. And also the queen for really making fun of Cedergine for putting on those different heels. But I was thinking... Which still pretty impressive heels. Yeah, and I was also thinking from a practical point of view, I want to learn the steps first and then maybe go yeah. on. Like, do learn the steps and then go on and put yeah. on the other heels rather than trying to learn the steps in the heel, in the difficult heels. I don't yeah. know. It was very, very, very strange they were making fun of that. Um and then, did you see Madam Madness with this duck walk she was trying to do? <laughs> yeah. So, so so far at this point in the competition, uh, Hilka, how, what are we, what are our thoughts? Because we know Madam Madness goes home today. Yeah. What were your thoughts on Madam Madness? Just in the competition in general. Um, I thought... I felt for her. I feel like mm-hmm. any normal person who goes into drag race would probably act a little bit like her. Mm-hmm. Just, she came in with like some confidence, but then she started to like doubt herself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like any normal person would around mm-hmm. all these like really extroverted um, drag queens. Mm-hmm. And she just got lost. I think she just, she hadn't been doing it for very long. Didn't she say that she'd only been doing it for three years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it it just showed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Some of her looks were cool, but not everything she brought was that interesting. It was just like, oh yeah, I put on a dress. Like if mm-hmm. I went on Drag Race right now, I've barely done drag. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've got like four dresses maybe. Um, 
I think she also just had like five dresses and then bought a lot really quickly to be able to do the show. I just mm-hmm. felt that she wasn't completely prepared. Do you think like I do, like you were saying that the scene is so small. Does that mean, does that mean that being on this show could have a much bigger effect on someone's career than it would here? Like is Madam Madness, even though she came in, she was eliminated third or fourth, is now mm-hmm. she a probably pretty popular working drag queen in, in the Netherlands? I think she did get her her, her gigs already. Um, but yeah, I, th- I would assume so. But then also, who is really watching Drag Race Holland in the Netherlands? Because it's not on my present, it's on Videoland, which oh, is like... Oh, wait, tell me about this. Yeah, so it's on a... Um, it's on a streaming service that not a lot of people have. Oh, like so this fourth, is not the fifth biggest streaming service. Yeah. Oh, this is not on broadcast TV. No, it's not. No. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Cause I Drag Race UK actually buying it to see it, but I, no one would like accidentally just see it on, on TV. Yeah. So Drag Race UK was on BBC four, right? Yeah. Three, I think online as well. Okay. But I think it's moving, right? Isn't it moving to BBC one or two? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which means that would be a broadcast show, correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so in the Netherlands, it's on the equivalent of what? Um people actually have Hulu, right? Yeah. So like a little bit below Hulu. Oh, below Hulu. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that's not good. No wonder they can only do the eighteen thousand dollar dress from Clinton. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh okay. So I think it is... might be part of the like, strategy to actually get compete with Netflix and get some people in because they want to watch Drag Race because it has mm-hmm. such like intense following. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure. And maybe that is happening. I don't know. You know, um, like the 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 Boulet brothers. Do you watch this Dracula? No, I can't handle it. That's too scary for me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Are you being funny? No. Wait, Dragula is too scary for you? Okay, I watched one episode and they like did things where they like put piercings through people's arms. Mm-hmm. Like yeah? for real. That yeah? actually happened. Yeah. No, yeah, way too much for me. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. I've I've seen exactly one horror film in my entire life, which was The Sixth Sense. Uh-huh. And then I was like, never again. So Oh my goodness. Uh, okay. Yaz was in the chat room says it's part of RTL. It's the RTL online service. What is that? Uh, that's um sort of our. We've got a a BBC and then America doesn't really have like a, a national broadcasting no. service, does it? No. Yeah. So like the first commercial commercial one. Oh, okay. So like right. in terms of channels, it's like five, four, five, and seven. I think. So let's combine all. I don't want to sit here and go through then the choreography segment, and whatnot. I'm actually going to jump ahead a little bit. Let's yeah. talk about the final product of the voguing when we see it yeah. on the main stage. Well, what were your thoughts we about we what we it. saw? Yeah, we you see. Say it. We see it, but we really don't. We see their faces yeah. for like a minute, and then yeah. and then the hips, and then arms, yeah. but nothing together. We have no, I have no idea what they danced like. Did you get a, a good sense of what the, what it looked like? No, but in, in a weird kind of way, I don't blame the Queens and I don't blame Abby Vineyard. I'm sure they were like, because it's so low budget, and they were yeah. like, you have 45 minutes to make something happen. <laughs> and they're like, huh. Yeah, yeah. Now just do it. Um, um, It was bad. It was awful. Yeah. I don't know. And you're saying my theory that they were really, 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 really bad. Uh, my theory is it was awful and that they, <sighs> this was the only way to go about it. 
to make it look like it wasn't just like seven amateurs just like trying to dance and looking at it like idiots. But so you think because you're saying you've seen this Amber Vineyard and she's really really good. Yeah, yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, so they they couldn't make anything out of this. That's really really. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Because also, mm-hmm. I don't want to skip ahead. But no, 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 no. The way she ahead. talks about it on the judges panel, like say a single positive thing the mm-hmm. only thing she said that says that's positive is oh yes yeah, Jean really tried and everything else she says is like oh but her technique was awful and she starts off with saying like oh as ballroom dancers yeah our job is to make voguing look easy and yeah. this really showed us that it's very not easy this is really really hard that's yeah. the only thing she said about it yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think they were just really, but but not even Abby, because sometimes what they do is like if there is a person who's really good at it, they'll have that person show off, you know, yeah. and then uh, the other girls just kind of dance around it. But I guess you're right. I guess she was just so awful. Everyone yeah. was so awful. So she posted uh, okay. on, on Instagram actually, I'm a vineyard. Oh, she. <laughs> what did she say? Yeah, I, she said like, oh yeah. um, it was a fun experience to be there, but um, it's very clear that you can't really give someone like a day course in voguing. It's mm-hmm. way be- way more technique than that. And um, just because you're a drag queen doesn't mean you know how to vogue. Yeah, That's all well, she wrote about it. you know, just from what we know about production, though, and the on the U.S. flagship show, what they'll often do, and they don't, they don't talk about, it, they make it seem like it's really smooth. But let's say what they often do is they'll schedule those dance episodes. When the mm-hmm. crew is going to have a weekend, and so the queens yeah. have nothing to do, and so the choreographer comes, we see like we'll see like uh uh what's the one that I like? I don't know. Let's say I, I hate Todrick, but I'll say Todrick and the one I, yeah. I remember. Yeah, Todrick comes in on a Friday, teaches them mm-hmm. the moves, and then they have his little assistants come in on the weekends, and then in the hotel they practice and practice and practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. So on Monday when they come in, they've they've worked on it actually a bunch. It looks like you did just practice for like 10 minutes, but they really have really worked on it all weekend. And, yeah. um, but they have the money to do that, you know, to, yeah. to keep them and do all that where they don't have that kind of money. Let's go to elimination day. Sergene, can you explain, cause I don't think the subtitles did a really good job here of what Sergene was talking about being a drag queen and trying to date. Yeah. I think what she was saying is that whenever she tell someone she was dating that she's a drag queen people would say the, the guy would be like oh i'm not into that and then dump her mm-hmm. i think that's what she was saying and she felt really hurt by it have you found that to be true uh well i only date very effeminate guys who also do drag basically well <laughs> oh at least yeah. that's been that's been my experience so far not i'm not like it's not on my grind like i'm only dating drag queens but um, yeah at the the long-term relationships i've had uh with people who've definitely also done drag as well. Yeah, that's that's the problem I'm having relating is because, and you and I talked about this yesterday. If someone told me, "Oh, and I do drag," I would think that's fucking hot. Like I would be like, yeah. "Oh, wait, now I'm I'm falling in love with you." What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I mean, just the idea of going to every drag show and supporting them. Oh my god, I would live for that. You know. Yeah. So uh, so I don't understand that, but I'm sure, you know, there, that is a problem in the gay community. And I don't know what the gay community is like in the Netherlands, but in the American one, we have the whole, I think it's changing. But for a long time, there was that gay bro problem where you have yeah. these gay guys who they don't want to be associated with uh, femininity. But they, you know, they're yeah. bros. They're just bros who fuck, you know? 
and uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they want to fuck another yeah. bro, and I'm just like, ooh, yeah, I'm not here for that. So is, yeah. is is that a thing in the in uh, the Netherlands as well? Um, I'm not sure. Before Drag Race was a pretty big thing. I think it was a bigger deal. I think people were a bit more um, focused on masculinity. I feel like that's diminished mm-hmm. in recent years, but I can't mm-hmm. really speak on it in the last four years because I've not really lived in the Netherlands. But I think, well, Cédarine is in, in Belgium as well. Uh, Belgium is... Um, maybe Belgium is a little bit further behind. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be mean about Belgian people. Um, I'm not sure, but maybe if Sergeant is just really into the bros, maybe she like oh, actually, hey. yeah, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, maybe if she's really into like really masculine guys, and they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, you, mm-hmm. um, that could be a problem for her. Yeah, maybe. Um... Okay, so, uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, so then what happens is, you see, oh wait, ugh, Madam is, oh, let's talk about Madam Man is shaving the beard. What were your thoughts on this? Oh, I don't know. I, I can't believe that. I don't know. No one's really asking for it, right? Was anyone going like, oh, take the beard off? No. In fact, I think what they were saying in the last week, she misinterpreted from what I saw in the subtitles. I think what they were saying was, wasn't from last week's critique that they wish she would have incorporated the beard into the look. Yeah. Like yeah. she sort of tried to hide it. Right. And they were like, well, yeah. you have the beard, just work it in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I felt weird and it felt like she was Brooklyn under pressure. That wasn't actually yes. there. Well, just no. Imagine that she- no, yeah. hold on. This is what I wrote in my notes. She fell for the age-old drag race trick of the producers tell you, you should shave the beard. And she shaves the beard. And they're like, bye. Yeah, the, the, who was this one from season seven? Max? Where we're always like, oh, yeah. I'm done with the silver yeah. wigs. Doesn't do a silver wig. And they're like, bye. Yeah. You know? And it's like someone else, too, recently, where they're like, I don't like this. They changed. And they're like, see you later. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You did what we wanted. We don't like it anymore. I also don't know, like, what was she going to do afterwards? Like, was she just going to do looks without the beard for the rest of the season? Because yeah. I don't know how quickly her beard grows, but I'm assuming it wouldn't be back in two days fully. No. And then also, uh, does she have, I'm imagining when you, when you prep for something like Drag Race, you've essentially, I'm assuming, I'm basing on American Drag Race, that you've planned out your entire look. Yeah, yeah. So she's obviously planned her makeup for the beard, and now the beard's gone. I wonder if she was just actually like, well, I'm just going to be gone by the end of this week. Maybe. Um, it seemed like she kind of knew. I just want to do one. Yeah. Yeah. She was quite know. straightforward about it, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't seem too upset. She was like dancing into the work when she was eliminated. Um, all right. <laughs> then we have this weird thing. Again, this, is happen- this happens on American Drag Race, too. I don't blame the show. Uh, but Setter seems like, oh my God. Then the room started spinning and everything was going slow and then it was fast. And they show him, he's like, oh, and okay. Which I, first of all, then I love that they're fanning him with snap fans, you know, it's, it's just like shade on it. Right. And they're fan. He's like, and he's like yeah. grabbed and he's like, oh, oh. and then it's like, dun, 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 dun. And then they bring it. And then he just walks down the runway. There's no explanation about what happened. Like, are you, yeah. Even if Fred would have said on the main stage, Cedric, you were sick. Do you feel better now? And he was like, yeah, I feel better. I was just thirsty or something like that, right? 
No, there was like yeah. nothing happened. Everything's fine. We didn't just made see that you joke also. at the end when when she's safe. That's the only thing where. where but I thought the joke was in reference to her fight with Abby. Uh, they translated that badly. Oh, um, oh, what was the, what was the actual joke? So, um, when she walks off, Fred says something that means it would it would mean stay still, but it also means stay standing up. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. so there you go. So the joke I thought yeah. it was a reference to her fight with um, Abby and saying like behave yourself back there. But you're saying yeah, maybe, would, yeah. I think that the translator has taken it very liberal, like things very liberally. Um, and um, it's just like adding things into the scene to make them make sense. But because maybe that translation wouldn't have worked, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have actually been able to make that joke work, Fred's joke work. It's a bad so, joke as well. So, so Yaz was, who I told you lives in Belgium, said he mm-hmm. that, that Belgium is definitely less progressive than Netherlands. Uh, so. Um, they're yeah, also, interesting. Yeah, and they're also making fun of Sedergine saying she's 26. I think she's actually 26. Oh, um, really? That's my hot take. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, well, okay, we saw a little snapshot of uh, her Snatch Game, right? Mm-hmm. That's coming up. Okay. And she is a character um, from, a Bel- from Belgian children's TV from mm-hmm. when I was young. Okay. So I'm wondering if she is actually my age, which would be around 26. I, there are these people, and this is probably Sedergine, who yeah. they just, it's a curse and a blessing, where uh-huh. they just always look 50. So when they're 26, <laughs> they look 50, but the weird thing is when he's 75, he'll look 50. I don't think she looks 50. Girl. <laughs> she looks... 30? No, no. Unless they're looking really rough out there in the Netherlands and Belgium. In the US, she is a hard 50. Full stop, 50 years old. I think it's because she's had the work done. I think it's because of the lips. That just makes her look older. I want to find her uh, her plastic surgeon and sue him. (laughs) I think she looks fine. Well, Flavio Heels in the chat room says... He's uh, thirsty on her Instagram, and she doesn't look as old as she does on TV. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I believe it. I, th- I think she's 26. Okay. Yeah, that's my hot take. There you go. Okay, now, I don't know why I didn't write this down. I said on the main stage, Nikki's joke makes no sense. It is lost in translation, but I don't know what the joke was. Oh, I don't remember either. Um, it must have been when Fred was talking to her. I don't know what it is. Oh, that was an awful... I, that's not worth translating. It was an awful joke. Um, oh, it was? Oh, I know what it was. I know what I remember the joke. So he says, like, I'm making this up. Something like, the girls hate her and the guys love her. And then she yeah. says, something about, well, I hope the the guys can like me too or something like that. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. In the, in the subtitle think- translation. Yeah, I think what happened is Fred said the the girls want her or like her for a fashion uh-huh. and the men want her to be like a lover, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Um or like want to have an affair with her. Mm-hmm. And then then she goes, Oh well the men are welcome too. 
Because I've got a fashion line for men as well. Oh, they didn't put the fashion line thing in them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe you knew. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a horrible joke. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, let's actually, now I have nothing to say about this, but you're a drag queen and I'm very interested in this. Your hot yeah. take on the looks. I have nothing, as you know, I hate the looks. So I have yes. nothing to say about the looks. But I'm sure as a drag queen, yeah. you have a lot to say. I am not in any way close to a look queen. I, I look absolutely awful, but, um, I have, I have, I have opinions. I, I can okay. say things. Yeah, that go I ahead. Thought. Um, was the first one Chelsea boy? I don't know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chelsea boy, I, re- I sort of liked, but I didn't like her face. I think, I thought the colors on her face looked weirdly mismatched with, um, mm-hmm. the rest of the outfit. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I thought Jane JK looked really pretty. I thought okay. her look with the feathers was really pretty. Mm-hmm. I thought Mama Queen looked really cool. I don't know why they were so critical of her look. I think they just wanted to have three people in to three people lip sync and to make something up because that was like the it, the whole thing looked cool and the heels kind of went with it. The yeah, went they with totally the went with it. Yeah, also, I don't she's know. super tall. Like, don't come for her for being tall. Yeah, and that's the thing too. And to me, that would be actually really impressive that she's so tall and then she made herself even taller. That must have been like an awesome sight to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just look. I thought she looked really cool with the diamonds in her face. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Madame Madness looked awful. <sighs> she looked like a. I don't know. There was something about her her jawline that was suddenly really strange without the without the beard. <laughs> yes, I agree. We had a we had a TV program in the Netherlands for a while, which was called "I've Never Done It," mm-hmm. and it was about virgins mm-hmm. <laughs> in their quest to find. Um, someone to have sex with okay um, and there was this one guy who was like in his 40s mm-hmm. and he came back came back for every season because he wasn't able to oh my god find someone yeah yeah poor guy did he ever find and somebody a lot like him i don't think so i'm not sure oh. yeah well, you, but you know what's weird he i don't know is if madam madness is your type but on reddit and uh, even I think on the Discord and Afterthought, there are a lot of people who are thirsty for her. I don't know if they are without the beard, but with the beard, they were like, oh, my God, she is so hot. She's really I've, – I've, I've met her before, actually. Yeah. I knew her before she did drag. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying knew her, but, mm-hmm. like, I met her once. Um, and she moves in a very, like, cute, sexy way, which mm-hmm. I'm into that. But I'm not – she's not normally my type. I'm not sure. What is but your type fine. so everyone knows? Oh dear. Um, I think sort of twinky, funny, mm-hmm. twinky and funny. I'm not sure. Twinky Maybe not even and funny. funny. I, as long as they laugh at my jokes, I think I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure England has a bunch of like, I'm sure the Netherlands do a bunch of twinky, funny people. Yeah, tons, tons. Yeah. Not really Sheffield where I live, but um, oh, really? I'm hoping to move away from there. Oh, where so, do you want to yeah. move to? Manchester, if if at all possible, yeah. Oh, really? So that's like the. Do you know anything about the UK gay scene? No, tell me about it. Manchester's like sort of second biggest city in the UK, not technically speaking, but it has Canal Street, which is a um, sort of gay district, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, which not a lot of other cities in the UK are big enough for to have that. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's I think sort of quite famous nationwide. Very exciting oh. city. I really like it. So why are you there now? Why are you in Sheffield? Because I got offered a PhD in Sheffield and I was like, oh, oh well, it's also the north of England. I'll like it. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, you going to get to Manchester? I'm going to apply for jobs there. I, oh. I am applying right now, actually. 
Well, if there are any twinks in England that want to date Hilka, follow him on social media. Yes, let me know. Please. We almost had a couple of twinks on Drag Race UK, and then they did that very British thing, which it clashed with my American style that I had to like, kind of read them. Where, yeah. yeah, it was a friend of a friend. Her son, I'm also stretching my back, everybody. Uh, her son, uh, he had played Harry Potter's dad in the movie, like the young version of the dad in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. And now he's his gay twink with his gay twink boyfriend. Yeah. And they were going to do Drag Race UK, and then all of a sudden he chickened out the day before. But he did this what? thing where he was like, oh, I don't think I can do it because at that time I have class. And I said, okay, well, let's just change the time. Yeah. Like, well, I'm really busy with school. And I go, so I have a lot of homework on that day too. I'm like, well, we can do another day. And then he was like, he kept, I'm like, look, here's the deal. I'm an American. Yeah. Do you just not want to do it? Cause I go, I, I don't care. But if you pose a problem, I'm going to try and solve it. I'm not going to be able yeah. to read through the line, the between the lines that you're trying to say no. And he goes, yeah. I don't want to do it. And I go, okay. There's, I go, there's no harm in, I'm not mad, but I kept coming back at yeah. him with like, well, we can do it on Saturdays. And then I realized, yeah. oh, she's saying no. It's impossible to read them. Honestly, yeah. I once accidentally stayed with someone for five days in their house because they couldn't say no. <laughs> oh, exa- oh, that's because you were saying awful, yeah. in the Netherlands, they're very direct. So I had met a British guy before I'd even lived in the UK ever. Mm-hmm. I met a British guy, uh, Antwerp Prind. And we had like a one night stand and he was like really clearly very into it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, sure. This is fun. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, we should totally see each other again, which mm-hmm. in in Britain means we won't. Yeah. <laughs> to please let's never meet up again. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, sure. When he says that, he means it. Yeah. Um, so I'm like booking flights and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just book it, booking my flight right now. Um, like this is like a couple of weeks later. We had still been trying a little bit. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, bless you, which I still thought meant like, oh, he likes this. Yeah. And then Anthony stayed with him in his single bed in his oh student room. Oh, my God. For, for five days. And he was so done with me, like two days in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Awful. I know that would happen. Yeah. But that's why I just learned to be like, what, what are you trying to say here? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, it, it's believe it or not, what you're talking about is also an L.A. thing. I call it the L.A. No. Okay. So the LA no, they always tell you yes, but then they just mm-hmm. will just keep dragging you on. And I fucking hate that. I hate the LA yeah. no. Ugh. Ugh. You're right. Anyway, I hate them. Okay. So wait, where's my notes? Okay. So that, okay. So did you have any more thoughts on the looks? Um, I thought Sidogine looked really cool. That head thing was really cool. Sort of like chandelier, like mm-hmm. red head piece was cool. But otherwise, I don't really remember anything too. Yeah, and then on the on the main stage, Fred is like, "All right, guys, we have a question: Who should be in the bottom two? And the girls act like they've never seen an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, and they're like. <gasps> Meanwhile, and but, but what I love most of all is they show Janie Jacquet going like, <laughs> like an episode ago, you just told fucking Abby to her face that she just looked like shit." And you know, I'm just direct. I just fucking tell you, bitch, how I feel. That must have been an edit for some something else. You know, and yeah, they yeah. put it there to make it seem like the queens were really bothered because Janie Jacquet's like, I can't do this. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so so then they name all and they, and they all named Abby. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Poor Abby, though. She was very hurt. But oh. she was also, like, not that strong. 
Yeah, she's not been very strong, but I think in her head, she's really good. In her head, she's amazing. And so I think that's one of the problems with Abby. Go ahead. I think I think with Abby, actually, you are seeing sort of a cultural difference because I think she moved to Netherlands a little bit more recently yeah. than the other immigrant queens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Envy is doing a very quite Dutch thing of like mm-hmm. just being completely honest and sort mm-hmm. of down to earth about just saying like, oh, well, Abby, you're just the worst. I'm just, I'm not going to lie about it. Like, yeah. And then she's just super upset about it because I think for Abby, the actual sort of family ties and the friendship is more important than like, just being straightforward about something. Let me ask you a question. And you just that, can see her like will fall apart. Where he's just like, well, this yeah. is what I think. Then I know the answer to already, but I'm pretending like I've never asked you this question. Okay. How strong are Envy and Abby and Sedergine's accents? The, the, I think Abby's super recognizably foreign. Okay. Um is just Belgian, so like she you, that's just very strong. You could you can't avoid hearing that she's Flemish. Mm-hmm. Um with Envy, I'm not super sure anymore. So it could be that it's not actually that strong. Okay. Um I'm not really noticing it very much uh-huh. anymore. But there's a couple of things in there, I think. Yeah. Uh okay, so then they, they then there's an untuck where Abby's really upset and then um and then the other girls and then Madam's just like whatever. She's just like <laughs> I'm going home. I I think she, yeah. I think she's almost like I don't know why Abby's crying, I'm going home. I think she really had like yeah. I'm, I'm packed my bags already. I know I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. Um and then uh, we see it it's a it's a three-way lip sync. I didn't think anybody did particularly well. Um yep. And then uh, they just send Madam Madness home. Any big final thoughts on the episode where we're going to talk about the other three right now, though? But any other thoughts on that I episode? Thought, I thought it's fun. Um, I've said a lot of negative things, I think, about this episode, but I really enjoyed it. I thought mm-hmm. it was it was good fun. It was a little bit bizarre um, to see the voguing not actually on screen. Yeah. But otherwise, I thought it was, it was great. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about the previous three episodes, but if you guys have questions, especially, like, I know Yaz, who lives in Belgium, uh, was paying par- particular attention to the cultural differences and whatnot. But if you have questions for Hilka, uh, make sure and, uh, put them in the, in the chat room now. Um, going into, see- into the snatch game though, uh, Hilka, who are your favorites? Who are your top two or three? Um, I think for me, it would be Sidorjine number one. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. Oh, really? Um, Oh, I really liked Megan Schoenbrot, but mm-hmm. she went home last last week. She was my absolute favorite. I thought oh, she, she was, was brilliant. You like yeah. her. Yeah. Okay, let's go to episodes one through three. Yes. The one that the one cultural thing that I want to ask about that um you might can tell us about. The King's Day mini challenge. Yes. Do you guys take things and try and dip things in little buckets with your ass? <laughs> I've never done that before. At least not at fucking today. Um, no, that's a gross joke. Sorry, I take that back. I did not make that joke. Um, I've never done that, but it could be clearly one of those games that people would play for King's Day. Um, so, so what is King's Day? Explain it, because I don't think it's explained very well. So it's um, just a national holiday for the king's birthday, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be the Queen, well, Queen's Day because we used to have queens. I don't know. Um, it was for their birthday and it's just like a, just like a very like old timey, like holiday. I sort of our 4th of July, but maybe less extravagant, mm-hmm. maybe not fireworks, but a, a lot of like games in parks and on the streets and people would be able to like, you would have a flea market, like everyone just does a flea market thing. 
um, big parties, lots of fun. Everyone really? dresses up in orange. That's it. And does the king come out and go, yeah, it's my birthday? Like, is he come out and say something? or? Yeah, so our current king is trying to be a bit hip. Okay. Um, so he's come out to, like, do you know, like, Armin Van Buren? No. Big DJ, I think. There's a lot of really famous uh, Dutch DJs in the world, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and he came out to, like, one of these really big... I think his first King's Day, he came out to this massive party um everyone dressed in orange the national color um mm-hmm. and he like danced with the dj and he was like oh yeah so like shaking his body and stuff he's in his I'm, 50s but he's still uh, i want to see what the holland king looked like king of holland um now let me ask you this question to get you know like for instance oh i'm seeing him right now um so let me ask you this question like for instance when the president gets inaugurated they have all these different inaugural balls right but the president, the new uh-huh. president doesn't show up to all of them. You know, he shows up to certain ones. Uh-huh. And there's one that's the one that the president goes to. And that's the hardest ticket to get. Is there like a King's Day party and that's the King's Day party to get into? Um, Not really like that. I don't think anyone could just like show up to the, to actually hang out with the king as it were. No, that's what um, I'm saying. No, no, no. For the inaugural balls, you can't just show up. You have to have a ticket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. But like, I don't think it's a ticket situation. It's maybe like... Well, the king goes around the country to all these different places where they are playing these games or like doing like dance shows and stuff. So he tours the country for the entire oh, really? day. Oh, he does? Say hi to people, wave at people, yeah. Oh, have you ever met the king? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I'm a, I'm a Republican in the sense of a small r Republican, mm-hmm. not GOP Republican, yeah. obviously. Yeah. yeah. Who would be? So, uh, okay, interesting. So you don't like the king or the royalty or anything? I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have much of a role in our society anymore, but mm-hmm. still, it's a bit bizarre to have a king, isn't it? Oh, but his wife, though, mm-hmm. Queen Maxima, she's really fierce. I do really like her. And it seems that the gays um, really like her, too. Yeah, yeah, she's fun. She's, like, stunning. Mm-hmm. Um She's Argentinian. She's got mm-hmm. quite a strong accent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just very fun. I don't know. But so, I don't know. okay, so there are some questions here. Um, yes. Is Fred, here's one, is Fred a well-known personality in the Netherlands and was he a famous drag queen? Tell us about Fred. We were talking, this actually yes, was an interesting I, conversation yesterday. Yeah, so Fred is, um, was like a judge on Holland's Next Top Model mm-hmm. um, and was like on a lot of like reality shows like that as a judge or he would be on like showbiz news kind of TV programs. Mm-hmm. I think everyone would know who Fred is. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen her in drag before. I think I read somewhere that she'd done drag for like a couple of months, like in the nineties, mm-hmm. but like got too much like abuse for it. And then mm-hmm. just um, quit it. Mm-hmm. I think she's well known enough that for me personally, this is one of the things I really like about Fred on this show is that, as a young gay boy who wasn't out yet, mm-hmm. a lot of my internalized homophobia was angled towards Fred. Like Fred was the kind of gay guy that I didn't want to be, or I didn't want people to think that I was. Mm-hmm. Do you have anyone like that in America where you're like, oh, this is sort of my non-role model? Yeah, I think I think things are changing. But I think when I was younger, going back, I was telling you about, because we were talking about the fitness challenge and you were saying... Uh, who is someone in the U.S. that might be like that fitness woman? And I was saying, oh, well, there's 
Richard Simmons I was telling you about, and he's super gay. And I think you wouldn't have want as a kid if it, I remember thinking like, if that's gay, I don't want to be that. He's just yeah. like running around yeah. with like little shorts and going, hi everyone, you know, and like being really annoying. Yeah. And, um, uh, Yaz says Fred might be like the Julian Clary from the nineties. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think that's something, maybe something British. Uh, it sounds like it's something. I don't know yet. Yaz makes yeah. really obscure British jokes all the time in references. Okay. Like, no one gets what he's talking about. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I really never liked her. And then when she was announced as the, as the presenter for this, uh, mm-hmm. season, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. But actually seeing her engage with the girls and being so much fun and being a really great presenter, better than this Brooklyn Heights from, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Hannah's Drag Race, mm-hmm. just actually made me think, Oh, this is really making me think again about my, um, my own sort of internalized homophobia as yeah. a way. It's cool to see her actually like have doing such a good job and being so much fun. And actually for me as a Dutch gay man to be like, Oh, actually I am. I like that. Yeah. I think Fred, yeah. I've just had this conversation right now. Uh, I think Fred's doing an incredible job and I think I'm pretty judgy mm-hmm. and mean. And I, I almost, <laughs> I almost messaged Fred today on Instagram because um, I guess um Somebody came for him on Instagram and he, he snapped back, he clapped back. And, um, I was going to tell him, cause the person was saying how, what a horrible job he's doing. And, uh, and, uh, and I was like, uh, you're doing a fantastic, I think Fred's doing an amazing job. That is a hard gig. That is a hard gig. Totally. I don't even know how, that would be really, really tough to do. And he's doing a really, really, really good job. Um, Okay. So there's King's Day. So do we ever do the thing where they have cake hanging from a string? I've done that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do that for birthdays as well, I think, sometimes. Yeah. So what? Especially so kids' what, birthdays. So let me think of what, because there was the shoe one, but we all get the shoes and the tulips. There are obvious yeah. Holland tropes, like the wooden shoes and the and the tulips and all that, yeah. right? Uh, is there anything else that's been – now, Snatch Game next week, You're gonna, I'm glad you're coming back for it. That's yeah. going to be one because I don't I, except for Joe Exotic, I don't know who the fuck else was on that panel. Yeah, um, yeah. no, you would never. Yeah, but you knew who they They're all quite were. Quite Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you'll be able to explain everybody's on there. I'm going to pay attention next week, and then yeah. um, I'm trying to, you know, maybe you know, here's a good idea because people will be hearing this for the first time. If people mm-hmm. can remember things that were particularly very Dutch or that didn't come across to you that you didn't understand from the first three episodes, even the fourth episode. Email me at uh, JoeBatanz at Afterthought.media or hit up the, the Drag Race Holland Discord, which, by the way, way once again, I got to say, if you listen to Drag Race Holland, you have to go to Discord because I am judging whether they're going to – well, no, I've already decided. Actually, I'm, guys, I'm announcing this to Hilka on the show, Hilka, Hilka on the show right now. If there's a Drag Race Holland season two, I just want you to grab one of your Dutch friends and just do the fucking <laughs> show. Can you do that? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with, I don't want to have anything to do with any foreign shows ever again if I'm not from that country. Okay. Okay. But then you and your Dutch friends, you guys can do it and just laugh and laugh about all the Dutch things that are going on. Um, but, uh, all right. So, um, so why don't we leave it at that? Next week we're going to do Snatch Game. Yes. And I'm excited because I'm excited because no one, I don't know what they're going to talk about. And, um, but let me see, make sure there's no one have any other questions here. Um, Fred is doing a great job. Uh, he has like a million followers. Okay. Same as Sergine Flavia. Okay. Okay. No more questions. All right. So, uh, okay. Well, 
I am so excited. You know what's so funny? Someone messaged on Discord today when I said that you were going to be doing this. They were like, yeah. oh, please even release the pre-show and after show. And I was like, what do they think is going on? <laughs> well, do they think we're yeah. having some sort of like crazy pre-show and, and after show? I don't I don't know what – what uh, you know, I will say maybe because of catching up or throwing down, sometimes Lawson and I will have some sort of crazy pre-show and after show. But like it's not like after yeah. the, the, camp, the mic's off we're like, okay, Hook, let me tell you this. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, these secrets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, bye. Bye. Yeah, I, so I, I used to always want to listen to Catching Up After Dark, but I couldn't do it because of um, the time difference. So I've missed I, I, out here, on all the reality. Here's, here's what I will say: there was some good stuff there. <laughs> there was yeah. some good stuff there, and I actually have all the recordings. And maybe I should go back through them and. Um, and find some really good shit. By the way, is Drew Brooks in the in the anyway? I'm gonna go off the air for this. All right, guys. Oh wait, no, I don't know. Uh, uh, let me start the music here. Hilka, do you have anything to plug? I've got an Instagram account. Oh yeah, follow her on Instagram. What's your yeah, Instagram account? It's H Y L K E V M Hilka Zum. Yeah, yeah, V M. Yeah, we have uh, guys. If you like like uh, Dutch slash British. Twinks. Hilka's your man, especially if you're a twink. Yes. <laughs> you can you guys can twink out together. Hopefully. Yeah. But uh other than that, okay guys, we'll see you guys next week. I think next week's gonna be a really good one with the snatch game. And then yeah. uh we'll go from there. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. Oh wait, how do you say goodbye? How would we say bye in Dutch? Oh, okay, so what they're doing on Drag Race itself is the saying Das Hart, which is like Dach is like bye. But they say it in like, a weird trip. way. What's the digline? Yeah, say it very easily. So this is one of the. Fo- re- I really like this about this uh, about Drag Race Holland. This is fully Dutch. This is like Dutch gay scene. People say this, so it's like sort of like it's it's sort of fake bitchy, like uh, bye girl. Yeah. So that, that's sort of what they're trying to say. Yeah, but it's Dach. It's quite hard to to pronounce probably, but Das hard. So it's kind of like when they go like, uh, hi, uh, like that. Like yeah, that kind of, okay. like that, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, well, guys, that, well, how do you, how would I say it? Do it Dach. phonetically. Dach. Can you say Dach? Dach. Schat. Wait, what's the last part? Schat. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to pretend <laughs> like I'm just hawking up a little here. Okay. Okay, maybe like, maybe Dach. make it H. Huh? <laughs> that's hot. Yeah. That's hot. I don't know. Oh, that's what? perfect. That was really good. Oh, that really? Was really good. Yeah, well done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll see. I'm not gonna try and do it again. That was. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm, I know when to quit when I'm ahead. Uh, stick around, Hilka. But we'll talk for a little bit afterwards. But we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>